How sensitive are you? want to talk about your sensitivities, Mike? Okay. Sure. Yeah. What? Sure. Uh, what's I'm, the most sensitive thing that? I'm a very you're sensitive man. Right now? Right now? Yeah. What's the most sensitive thing I'm feeling? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not feeling too sensitive at the moment, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I'm such a sensitive man. I'm not feeling that sensitive, though, right now. Yeah? To be honest. What are you feeling, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I, you know what? A little relieved, I feel like, because, um, like I was saying, right now, it's like crunch time with work, and they were calling me today. And it's it just happenstance that you, like, showed up when you did. I didn't expect you to come, so it was this nice reprieve from my ridiculous, awful, stressful fucking time of year that's happening. That's great. And it was still, you noticed, it was still trying to, like, make its way in, and I was like, I gave ah. you enough notice, though, right? Oh, yes. Oh, no, it wasn't so, a thing like that. I'm saying I, you actually kind of, like, saved my ass from, from what But it wasn't normally... a big deal. I thought it was great. I think it was awesome that you were working. Yeah, dude. Why not? You, when you got it, you know, that's the way my thing and my gig is, is like when duty calls. Why not? You got to make a duty. You got to oh. make a duty. Yeah, when it calls, maybe Sometimes, you got to do it. as Jack Black said, you got to drop trowel. You got to drop trowel, that's and right. And lay a Cleveland steamer on someone's <laughs> chest. <laughs> Hopefully someone you love. I think it is an act of love. If yep. it's not and there's no consent, yeah. that's abuse. That's abuse, right. The, yeah. the, the Cleveland steamer abuse. <laughs> I like to see that one in a court of law. Dude, somebody will, somebody will bring that up for Trump. You know that. Trump's going to get hit with that one. Not only did he piss on the hookers, but he fucking shat on them, too. He's Cleveland steamered the hookers. Oh, no. Well, and yeah. all the Republicans would be like, Dude, no, fuck he's that still guy, a good guy. I don't know. Fuck that guy. I just want to get it out there. I just want to say, okay. fuck Trump. Yeah, no doubt. I yeah. mean, I feel like most people with brain one feel like, fuck Trump. Yeah. Even, even the Republican. So my dad's a big Republican. All right, but he's let's still go. Like, you know he's still let's like go here. Trump. Let's go here because I do have a very controversial opinion about Trump because mm -hmm. I'm not super like, I hate this person for oh. all time. Really? Yeah. I mean, I feel that way in most of my bones, but I'm also a compassionate person. And in a lot of ways, you know, I end What do you need a lighter? Yeah. I but we can't pause, Mike. No, I know. That's the principle. That's okay. Thing. Yeah. What are we going to well, do? Maybe somebody that's not really here could go. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, could you give me a lighter? Oh, where? Um, upstairs, there's some. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, and that's the easiest would be upstairs. Yeah, don't mind, don't mind, don't look behind the curtain. Yeah, I actually, anyway. I'm going to do the thing I always say I hate, which is, like, talk about politics, politics like, in an I open know. way. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Well, like, you know, it's funny. This is, real quick, I just want to say, this is, like, the fourth one, this fourth episode done. So we just started it, and I'm shocked that, th to say this, this is, like, the first time that anybody that we've really, anybody's even brought up, that we're talking about politics. Well, let's talk about context, too, because that guy just got hit with all his yeah. court stuff right now. Oh, it's yeah, dude. That just happened today, so whenever yes. this comes out, like, you know, well, that's happened the past few days, this yeah. week. Um, no, you but know. it's bad, too, man. It's fucking bad. Is it, though? I oh. guess this is the thing. I don't know. What, yes. what My opinion, and I'm salty and I'm cynical, I'm like, you know, I have enough Gen X in me that, like, what I see happening is this guy's, maybe he'll be derailed from the presidency, but he's going to get away with everything. Oh, yeah, he's probably not going to see jail time. Right. And yeah, I would agree with that. I do respect any person, whether they do it by ill gains or not. Like, I have a certain amount of respect for... Anybody what? who is that much in control. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and I feel like it's a know your enemy sort of thing. Yeah, I could see Like, that. if you're always just going to shit on somebody, they're probably going to defeat you. That's right. You're not going to understand them. Yes. Yeah, no, I see what you're yes. saying. So it's always controversial to sort of walk somebody to this, like, point of view where it's like, okay, why don't we look at why he's good, why it's working. Right. So we can better 
attack. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I feel that. Well, also, too, to be honest, like, I try to look up things very objectively, and in terms of something like a presidency, like, there's there's a lot of good and bad, and most of, I would say, when I look back at his administration, most of it I didn't particularly like, I things he did, but he did a couple things that I thought were good. I mean, this is, I hear people saying this all the time, and it's one of my favorite quotes of, like, Two things can be true at the same time, right? Absolutely. And, and that's why I brought, up, I brought up my dad, and I think there's a lot of other Republicans like that, that they wanted things to happen on the Republican side, but they still recognize that Trump himself is a fucking piece of shit. Sure, sure. But he's their piece of shit. And he's their piece <laughs> of shit. Well, he's the one that united all of the, you know, so now there's no going well, back. Well, I guess that's that's exactly the sort of point I was driving at, is like, look, if you can't respect the consolidation of power, yeah. you're going to get defeated. No, you know, I agree. If you can't look at it and respect it. I agree. And yeah. you know, this whole notion that like some people say, it's which is really more on the left, I feel like, of this, oh, there's a civil war and we can't live together. And, you know, the, the, these idiots that follow him and everything, it's like, dude, those people are your neighbors. Like, you can't... I absolutely agree with you. You have to find some way to meet them. I vehement... Ve- I can't say it. What? Say the word vehement. Vehement? Is that a word? Vehem- vehemently. Sorry. Oh, vehement. Vehemently? I can't say it. I can't fucking say it's shit. It's a long man. word. Don't yeah. worry about it. Um, I, deny, I deny the, uh, <laughs> I deny the idea that um, people can't get along. Mm-hmm. Especially in America. Like, no, I totally just, You know, like, I, that's all. I'm with you there. That's all media. That's all, like, spit. Propaganda bullshit. Yeah. No, I agree. Because yeah. when you sit people down and talk to them, so what I know There's issues too. Let's not oh, yeah. let's not oh, get in trouble for saying, you know, for trying to like gloss over no, fuck, real issues that yeah. are very, very bad. Oh, there's lots of real issues. Yeah. But well, so for instance, you meet somebody new. This happens to me all the time playing these shows and stuff too. And I meet somebody new and, and you start talking to this person, you realize, okay, I like this person, and maybe we have something in common, maybe we don't, but they seem like a reasonable person. And then as soon as you get into politics, and I'll notice this like friends of mine will just shut down immediately. We, oh my god, this person is a uh, is red or blue, and I'm on the other side, so I can't respect anything that they've just said or anything. Else. And I it's, think I, it's I sad think I remember me. you saying something um, that sad. you don't really identify with the left or the right. No, I don't. I don't either. But no. I thought you said something specific. You have like a way of saying that that I you've said before to me. Well, I can't remember. I'm just but not partisan. I think it's not partisan. Yeah, yeah that's to, a good one. To me, I think it becomes like. Uh, like a football team, and this is, I'm not a sports guy either. I don't like sports at all, really. But um, it's the same mentality, I feel like, of, you know, it doesn't really even matter, like, what the call is, let's say. It's just my team, and I love my team, and I want them to win, and fuck yeah. And to me, it's like, well, with sports, this is just entertainment, but politics, it kind of affects your life. So for people to just go, nah, it's my team, I don't give a shit. And I see people on both sides doing that. Left and right. Everybody brings up the right because lately it has been them like voting against their interests, so to say. Uh, you want to get in trouble talking left about does the that left? Too. That's they so do easy. It too. Yeah, no. Dude, like, you want to get canceled? We can talk right. about what's wrong with the left. Yes, like, let's know? get canceled, baby. Let's get fucking. You want to get canceled? Uh, let's get canceled. Can't get canceled if nobody subscribes to you. That's <laughs> true. It's true. You're telling me that, Timmy, Timmy, you're telling me the three listeners are not going to listen anymore? No, seriously. Those three listeners can go fuck themselves. <laughs> we say what we want to say. Yeah, no, I do hate the extreme left as much as I hate the extreme right. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, like, my, my politics are really simple. I Libertarian is a dirty word because it represents a lot of things that happened on the Republican side. But the idea that, you know, we are free beings, first and foremost, nobody can tell us what we can do with our bodies, what we can put in our bodies. They can't tell us what can come out of our mouths. And we can regulate things like that, right? Like Elon Musk style, Twitter free speech. Obviously, there's problems with that, right? Like you exist in a community, but 
basically, I have a basic idea of liberation. That's yeah. my politics. Yeah, and that's a good that's a good way to be. Yeah, I used to be more libertarian, I think, and I just feel like maybe over the years technology has changed me. But it's just a it's it's really the same philosophy. Oh, I, I think. I'm with you on technocracy. Yeah, te- I mean technology well, is te- like like <laughs> I, I, <laughs> said technocracy. No, no. Well, so but it's the same caveat that you brought up. I think is that we live in a society, and I think technology has made us now. We live in a global society, so there really is almost nothing I can do that doesn't somehow affect someone else. Absolutely. So there's the big giant caveat to liberal uh, exactly, and it's a big I, one. Yes, with libertarianism, which I totally agree with. I mean, otherwise I'm a libertarian, and I think that's when. Things like maturity, integrity, and compassion start coming into the conversation yep. because you should be able to express yourself freely. Right. And there should be a society, right? The failure of society, or at least one of them that I can see right now in my head mm-hmm. based on like what we're talking about, is the fact that it doesn't accommodate everybody fully expressing themselves in a way that's not like hurtful to other people. That's true. Right. Big problem, right? Like, yeah. oh, I can't believe we haven't solved it. But... I think it's solvable, you know. Well, I do. I believe. Maybe. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so if you're if you uh, per, you know specifically don't want someone to express themselves because it makes you uncomfortable, that's bad. That's but, totally bad. Yeah. But I see, and maybe it's just an excuse for that deeper like sentiment. But I see people um, at least portraying it in a way of we're trying to like protect people or institutions or things. I mean, here we're really going to cancel. You start talking about like um, trans issues. And I, the one thing that, that the right will grab me with that I'll, I have to have some kind of, um, at least like perks my ears up, so to speak, is when they're real young, these real young kids. Me too. Now I'm with you. Yeah. So th- there's, you know, th- th- even if it's just a facade to say, oh, no, it's because we're really worried about you and what you do to yourself kind of thing. At some point, there's like a little bit of that. But then I go back to, which which I wanted to bring it back full circle, you're saying like regulating things you put in your body, right? Well, okay, maybe with kids, kids aren't allowed to drink, obviously. It's very bad for them. So that makes sense. Uh, but adults are allowed to drink. And I mean, you know, recently, even though instead of bringing up like the marijuana laws, like the the law is shaping itself to allow for more, uh, you know, liberal behavior towards yourself makes sense to me. Absolutely. And there's again, it's like the guy riding motorcycles. Does he have a helmet on? It's illegal. It's, it's illegal for him to not have right, a helmet. Right. And he's really protecting himself. But when someone hits him and he dies, then are they Right, look at the greater context. Who was relying on this person? What happens to them? How does that affect society? So something like a helmet law, safety, something like obviously... Well, alcohol, like, okay, I should be able to put anything I want in my body, like alcohol, but then, you know, drink, drunk driving is this huge thing that kills all kinds of people. So... They, well, I also have very authoritarian ideas about how we could solve those issues. You know what I mean? So, like, to me, there <laughs> the is complete no, opposite. Yeah, there's no political, like, stance that I can't see the efficacy of. And mm-hmm. I really do think that – and my, I always go back to my opinion, the way I really feel, is we have all the resources on this planet to take care of everybody. That's true. We do, right? We do. And everything else is failure from there to me. That's true. That's um, a good, that's a very powerful way to put it, but it's true. And yeah. I mean, it's this gets to, because you, you let it slip like technocracy is it, basically, but, it, and technocracy is its own specific thing, but just efficiency, you know, yeah. just the, the world would be such a utopian compared to where it is now, amazing place if we just cared a little bit about like efficiency and right. true economy. But we don't taking care of everybody. Well, yeah. we care about uh, taking care of ourselves. You're taking care of it. It's a phase <laughs> it's in a humanity. Phase. Yeah, no. it's just a 
phase we're going through. <laughs> it is. Uh, hopefully, we make yeah. it out of it alive. Well, uh, I do. You know? I do keep trying to bring it back to this amazing fucking Negroni that you made me. Because I'm, I'm saying. Do you understand I, more about why it's a good drink and how it's put together? Well, I saw you make it, so the put together part. I mean, why it's a good drink because it's delicious, and I'm drinking it. <laughs> well, I was telling you. So I, I think maybe many, many, many years ago when I was first learning how to make cocktails, I got like that little cocktail book, you know, the little yeah, handbook, yeah. and I tried to make everything in it. I remember making a Negroni and being like, oh, that's the Negroni, whatever. But I then, you know, this is when I'm like 22 years old, and then just nothing. Nothing until, like, for me, maybe the last five years, everybody with the Mezcal Negroni is like a thing. Mezcal Negronis, and um, oh, I can't remember right now. It's a big thing on TikTok. Um, it's like a, it means a not Negroni. Oh, I think they the anti-Negroni? Prosecco. Yeah, Prosecco. Prosecco? With <laughs> I know. Don't even get I me love started. Prosecco, though. But anybody who's listening probably knows I'm, like, old. I'm a Gen X, like, cusper Gen Z, but this was, or uh, Gen, what comes after? Gen Y? Why? Is that why? Millennials. Millennials. You're not a millennial. You're a Gen X, right? I'm, I'm a Gen, Gen X. X millennial. No, I mean, I'm not that cusp. I'm 81. You were born late. Did you, you're more firmly 82. a millennial than I. Oh, you're 82? 82. Does that make me? I thought I was a Gen X. God, you are. I, Dude, are you, I, thought you were, I thought you were a little younger than me. Than 82, you are. baby. 82. 41. 81. Yeah. 41 years 73. Old. There you go. 74. Yep. You know yeah. it. One year apart. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I always identified more with the Gen X for sure. No, it makes sense to me. I, think, I just I was confused about your actual age. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. I just spilled the beans. No, I mean <laughs> maybe. And grow, growing up, I really didn't hang out. I hung out with mostly kids my own age. I didn't really hang out with older people. But just something about Gen X when you hear about it, maybe it was it was more the pop culture at the time. You know, I was young and into like MTV and shit when I was maybe too young to be. So I I hopped on the Gen X bandwagon, right, and that's right. the shit that like stuck in my mind. I really remember when I think millennial, I think. Uh, what the fuck was his name? The Countdown, MTV, is after my time. Uh, Carson Daly. Carson Daly, I think yeah. Carson fucking Daly. See, so, I don't really identify with Carson Daly. Well, I, I don't feel like, identify with him. Well, no, I mean, like, I wasn't, like, watching MTV at that point. That was I was the end on of, other things. That was you know the end mean? of me watching MTV. Yeah I, yeah. I think Carson Daly was, like, popular, and I was like, I don't want to watch like, this I anymore. I remember grabbing a VHS cassette and waiting for my favorite MTV videos yes, to come so on catch and it. recording them. Fuck yeah, dude. And making, like, you know, an actual analog mixtape on VHS. Yeah. Like, that's the generation I come from. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep. I remember doing that. I remember doing that. Yeah. yeah Especially totally. if they would give you, and like... And don't even give me, sorry, cassettes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would... I remember MTV, I think, would do these, like, blocks where they'd play, like, three or four... And if they did that, they would announce it, too. They'd be like, okay, now yeah. we're gonna play, like, Smash... I love Smash yeah. Pumpkins. Yeah. Now we're gonna play a block of Smash and Pumpkins, and I'd be fucking you get, like, the racing yeah. for that goddamn <laughs> right. VHS yes. stuff in there. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, the Nintendo's hooked up. I gotta unhook this shit. Hook the it's a different world, man, and whatever. We're totally dating ourselves, but like, oh man, it's that amazing because the world has totally changed. Well, not no, really. it has, dude. Really think about it. Like, uh, really think about it. Before social networks, yeah. Before cell phones, yeah. Think about how different that world actually was. Well, I, before I surveillance, I, I think maybe what always kept keeps uh, getting me, and it's hard to explain. It's it's like the limitations of biology. Okay, so I think when I'm a kid growing up watching these sci-fi movies about the future. Some of them that are dated, you know, have already happened, right? Right, 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 right. And it doesn't look anything like that. And and some of that aspect of like, okay, the flying cars and shit, well, that's all technology. And there's technology we didn't see coming and technology we saw coming that didn't come. I get all that. But I do think like what's what's missed is like, um, maybe it's not even just biology, that's a thing, but also what we're just talking about, like social structure and whatnot. 
it's still the same. Yeah, I mean, this is like Star Trek. Like, they got rid of money and profit, I don't know, like, in the canon, you know, in 2050 right, or right, something. Right, and that's right. never... So it's I, never going to happen. No, I, I just... Well, it could happen. But honestly, well, why? I've seen, I've why seen do the, we want to get rid of profit? Uh, why is that a good thing? It's not efficient. It's, profit? Well, profit in... What if it was only in terms of a game that people could play if they wanted to play? Okay, I think... Here's the thing. I think if you had, like, this true a true idea of what is really like profit to me is about the uh, gross versus minus the expense. Right. 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 I think profit would make so much more sense and would maybe be the final nail in the coffin of effectiveness and efficiency. If we actually had, if it was, if it was held to uh, a very high standard for both those two factors, for the actual gross that it made and the actual cost that it cost. No, you, that's an uh, excellent point. Yeah, excellent. yeah. I, I, I think that the idea behind profit and competition and capitalism makes perfect sense Okay, to but me. let's take it to what it actually is, the pursuit of power. Yeah, good Should point. that be allowed? Yeah. Absolutely. And yes. you're never going to get rid of that. That's no. part of our nature. I agree. So if we're setting up money and this game so we can play pursuit of power, I think we should be allowed to do that. Yep. And that we can let people continue to but do that. But then who runs the game, buddy? Who's the dungeon master? It, does, it, does it actually matter if we're taking care of everybody else in a real uh, way? If we're well, compassionate I, for everybody else? Maybe. If we can actually, in a way, like draw a boundary, like a, like a stadium, right? it's not going to get out. Yeah. And they're allowed to play. And they can get every, everything they want from playing it the way they're playing it now. Sure. They can still do that as long as it's obviously so that's, I mean, protecting the environment, stewarding yeah. everything else, making right. things sustainable well, for everybody. Until that last point, you're basically describing, like, I think, the, the American capitalistic society. The problem is just outside the stadium, you know, we just keep, like, pumping right. our sewage yep. and burning everything else to, to keep our fires going. Do you believe going. technology... I think that the only way we're going to get out of this is technology, if we get out of it at all. I'm convinced that there's no other way that we can solve the problem. Well, the problem is the problem. It's a, it's a, it's a dichotomy, right? Because <laughs> right. the problem is it's the technology. technology. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I do think... But we've invested in the technology from the beginning. Yeah. So we I, have to see this through. That's true. And yes, we're way too far gone. We have to see through. I think technology can become self perpetual in a way like we, are we talking about ai finally well, are we gonna get there are we gonna get there i didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to go i, mean, I don't want to dance around it for an hour yeah. you know? yeah. <laughs> and i do want to talk to you about it i, I didn't mean necessarily segue to that it's just that well the point i meant is like okay so we invent uh, a machine that does something great for us that we like very much um and now we have to fuel it with something, and we're fueling it with this arcane shit to begin with, let's say. Like, first, you know, it's me. I have to, like, pedal to make it work. I don't know, right, or right, something. Right, right. I have to roll up the hill myself, goddammit. Yeah. They were like, well, we could just start burning stuff. We could start doing this very arcane way of... of... Technology probably has solutions in and of itself to very efficiently or potentially with zero cost to us or our planet, let's say. Um, perpetuate itself. Uh, there is, there's a lot of energy resources all over the place. And then when you get into like deeper physics, there's even more oh, there, yeah. like fusion that's actually taking off. I can't believe that <laughs> that's know. become a thing. I know. That I just know. blows my mind. Well, I mean, you take that. There's a lot of things. Ha- there's a lot of things. Ha- it's not just AI. It's not just fusion. There's yeah. a lot of things happening that are like, wow, like we could actually get But there. see, yeah, they still haven't hit. It's like they haven't hit us yet, right? And, and yeah. not in a big sociological functional way. And I think when you ask that point about it, hasn't life changed so much, to me, it feels like so incremental and, and almost like exi- technology has acted as this like auxiliary thing for us always. And it's gotten better and better and better. And social media is a good example of where now it's like almost started to suck us in more to it because now it's so big it's and so cool yeah. that it's like actually pulling on us a little That's bit. That's absolutely right. And I think that 
what the concern really was maybe 10 years, 20 years ago is that, okay, technology is moving so fast, but our humanity is definitely not keeping Keep up. it up with it. But yeah. what we're starting to see, and I think this might be a good result in the end is that now our humanity is being sort of propelled and pulled forward. Yeah. But and that's, are we going to kill her? Are we going to run right into a brick know, wall? But how often have we done this? Like we're sitting Never. here in the context. No, not this specific thing, but this is our pattern. So oh, we've sure. always yeah. done. Well, do you know? think we're going to get it over the wall this time or no? <laughs> is that what you're yes, doing? of course. I think we're going to get it over the wall, Michael. We're yeah. human beings. Yeah. Everything's going to be great. It's all sweetness <laughs> and light from here on out. <laughs> well, oh, it's, it, we could be over the wall or we just pull a fucking Kool-Aid man and just burst, burst through, the, through wall. the wall. No, I do think. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> That's us. Oh, yeah. There's humanity just with fusion. We're just like punching through that. I believe in humanity that way. I do. I, it's, I certainly it's do. It's sort of naive. I get it. But no, like, no. Well, I choose to believe that oh, way. Yeah. I'm full of hope. I Absolutely. think that technology can solve our problems. I, I think that we can learn to take care of each other. I think we can build societies based on compassion where we can be creative without really having to worry about like, pro- I, I believe in all that. Like, well, utopia is not perfect, right? Because well, perfection is not attainable. Perfect. That's true. Yeah, it's not perfect. Right. And it's, there's going to be well, bad you, things. You always. brought up a good point though. And I bring this up all the time about machines doing our work and like, what does this really mean for a greater society? And this is maybe a good point to bring up because we're talking about capitalism. How do you compete in the game of power when, like, so much of what you had to offer is now not desirable or needed for the games to go on? I mean, that's so use the Coliseum, for example. It's like now we can build such big, awesome, badass robots to fight. We don't even need the people to fight, but we sort of need the people to show up and buy the hot dogs, right? But they can't afford to buy the hot dogs because they're not fighting anymore now. So it's this big brain scratcher, and I think. It's always where the fear comes from in technology. When we first invented like the the uh, assembly lines, all the fear in the labor markets, and it did fuck up the labor markets. And right. AI, there's so much fear in the creative community for AI, and it's like, yeah, because guess what, dude? It probably will do your job for you. Now, what does that mean, though? In the immediate, you're so scared because you're out of a job. But what does it mean in the bigger long-term picture for us as a society? I mean, we can already loop this around, though, because you're not out of a job. Because what AI is actually doing right now is augmenting people. They're, it's augmenting their well, workflows. Sure, that's what all technology kind of does. Absolutely. But, okay, and- but here's why it takes a job, is because then one person with a great tool like AI could do the work that would have taken 100 people. Sure. I mean, but see, this has been happening forever. Like I was saying, uh, take yes. Disney. I guess s- that's my point. Yeah. This has been happening forever, well, and, I, and we have nothing to fear from this. Well, I don't think anything to fear, but we have to make this decision about what does it mean now to be to to not have, like, labor was already one, like I was saying, and then they keep talking about, well, well self-driving trucks are going to put the truckers out of business. And, and AI might push up a lot of pencil pushers out of business, you know, and even a lot of creative types potentially out of business. But what does that mean? And you could think of it in sort of one of two ways. It either, that either means somehow we, you know, force this square peg into a round hole and hurt a lot of people or something, or you change the paradigm. I mean, back in the 70s, when the first personal computer came out, it was supposed to bring about the four-day work week. Right. Machines are supposed to do the work for us so that we can chill the fuck out, but this is, do this more, has better happened, work, though. do great it, this work. This really has happened. Like, we have, I mean, the amount of... Um, 
what we can produce, our GDP, like by the numbers. Yeah, it's up and Te- up and up. Technology has only like increased our ability to Very produce true. more. It's given us more free time. That's right. We are not farming all the time. We are not hunting all the time. Yeah. I mean, these In are general. obvious things, right? In general, You're exactly. Right. I'm right. making sweeping generalizations. So, but that's so it almost. But that's like I remember when he was running Andrew Yang. Uh, I thought the it was universal a, basic. I income. thought that was so stupid at the time. I was like, that's the dumbest. No, fucking that shit. is such a good no, solve. Exactly, it I, is such a good. It, it's solve. a ha- it's a little it's a hack, but it's a good fucking. It's hack. a good. It's dude. It's it, what do they call it? The Gordian knot, man. Yeah, it's the exactly. simplest solution. It's Occam's exactly. razor. Yeah. Like, dude, just give everybody money. Give everybody internet. Yeah. Give everybody health care. Yeah. Let them enjoy their lives. Be creative, and then they will naturally find things to work on. Yep. There you go. And let people who You're want- preaching in the choir, buddy. Yeah, but who's going well, yeah, well, to do that? That's the problem. I who's shut gonna... the door and it's just a big fucking echo chamber in here now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this whole show is just an echo chamber, it sure but that's is. okay. Well, you know. <laughs> now, there's been some disagreement, but so far not between us on this, for sure. There's not much we disagree on. I, I don't know if we really disagree on much of anything. Yeah, maybe. Was it, did, we hit, did we just hit something in the car? We were driving. We were like, yeah, that'll feel that same way, but fuck you. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was It was a good one, though. It was I think a very we were just saying, fuck easy, you, because point. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot of that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no doubt. I hear you. I just think, so what, you know, what, who's going to, who's going to let those people chill the fuck? I mean, you're right in general. I guess this I is get, like yeah. the arc of, but the arc of progress is moving. I'm feeling you on that. I'm right, totally right, feeling right, that. Right, right, it's right. just a matter of like, is maybe, and maybe that's it. Maybe there isn't a big paradigm shift. Maybe there's this very slow moving arc that just eventually, so like my kid, you know, doesn't live in the same world that her kid lives. And it, right. it kind of, so slowly technology is, push it that way that this is the new life i mean it's a lot of yes all these things and it's also a lot of no this is normal you know what i mean yes some profound and unique things are happening obviously but it is also all of this has happened before the scale might be different the context might be different but that's just fractals yeah like well and you're right it's there it's cycles of the same i do think that at least for now we have an opportunity as a humanity to to continue yeah even, no, I agree. Even amidst all of well, this. And and to, to get back to the more like, you know, I don't know, everyday practical aspect, I was going to say COVID really did this to a lot of places. I've seen it in my lab and I hear about it from friends. I mean, a lot of my, especially creative types too. Um, it changed the paradigm a little bit about like, it, which is, I think is better about what are you actually accomplishing? What are you getting done versus how long are you sitting in what room yes. at what time? Output, not input. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And I think that that's probably part of what needs to happen for this greater paradigm where less and less labor is needed. We're not looking at what time you're putting in. Yeah. We're looking at what you're creating. That's right. What's and, coming out. And yeah. so it's, uh, I, mean, I couldn't you, agree more. You could envision something like I thought a, we were going to try to find something we disagree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find something one day. I'm sure there's been stuff he doesn't read on. It I don't happens. know, man. <laughs> well, you know, when you break it down, if you can have like an honest discussion with somebody, sometimes you do come to a disagreement, but a lot of times you really don't. The things you thought were we were disagreeing about, you you actually really just sort of misunderstand each other. I think that's ultimately why we're a good team because anytime we have a difference of opinion, like we we respect each other more. Sure. I think we see each other's opinion, even if like we don't get it or don't agree with it. And it's yeah. like, oh, I, I can I can respect that. Well, I can certainly say my point, I want to learn more. That's something. When you say something that uh, confounds me, intrigues me, I disagree with on the surface, I always want to know more about what the fuck you're talking about. Like, yeah. what, how the fuck you're talking about We've always that? been very civil, too, which I've always appreciated. It's easy to have a civil conversation with you. Yeah, I try. Yeah. Especially on podcasts. You know, one of the things I love most about our... Um, 
especially. Come on, we've always been civil. No, I know. I'm kidding. We're just much more vulgar and childish. I'm not any different on this podcast. Am I? We're just hanging. No, we'd be saying we'd be more vulgar. In you real think life. we would? A little bit. We could be fucking vulgar. We could be fucking vulgar. Yeah, fuck yeah. Balls. Fuck America. <laughs> fuck. Oh, yeah, that's what makes us cool, yeah. right? Yeah. Guns and tits balls, and bullshit. Yeah. Balls. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. Dude, speaking of balls, okay, this came up the other day. <laughs> I was I forget who brought up the damn the um the ball the truck balls. Have you seen oh so you oh, don't drive yeah. a lot. The, you know what I'm talking about? The sack. Dude. The truck sack. And somebody brought this up and it kind of rekindled my hatred for this and I was like, Who puts that on your fucking truck? You must have the smallest balls in the world. You need to own some bra- <laughs> Dude, You just okay, made me think okay, of that with I, the balls. I, I, I don't know, you, sorry. I'm like really this is a good example of things I wouldn't normally say in a podcast, but let's whatever, let's go for it. Yeah, I just talked about truck so balls. So like uh, you know, I was walking down the street um late one night after dinner. And, um, you know, this guy, like, is driving this huge truck, revs it, like, down an empty street at, like, you know, whatever. It's like, why? Like, what yeah, is even right. going on? And some other rando was walking the other way down the street. It's dark. It's, like, really late. And he just shouts out. He goes, oh, I bet that guy is big dick. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and, oh, my God, I lost it. Uh, and now every time I, I, I always do that. Yeah. Just like, oh, I bet you must have a really big dick. Damn straight. <laughs> I feel like I've had that happen to me. People say, but they usually, they usually just quietly, after the guy reads, they just like lean over me, like, you know, real little king, be like, he's got a big yeah, dick. That guy's, yeah, that guy's got a fucking got huge a dick. Yeah. yeah, it's true. I wonder if that, that kind of thing, so, I mean, this is well, now. it's acting out, right? Why Let's call it what it is. It's just people who need to act out. We'll bring out. it to the balls, though. Back to the balls for okay, a second. Okay, sure. Let's who, talk about testicles. Who, where, oh, you mean the actual, on the, truck. the bangers, yeah. Who, well, I, I just can't. So you, I think the problem. Are you I'm really compensating, here, or what? Are are you? Are, I think the problem is, is they're getting it out of you. Yeah, they, they want. They have that. real estate in your mind. Now. Yeah, they want me. They, they want me to pay attention. Well, who's Good job, attention? Mike. The terrorists have won, dude. They, yeah, they did with those brass balls hanging <laughs> on the truck. I'm like, why are there they balls? Gotcha. They got gotcha. you. They did. They got gotcha. you. They got you good. Sometimes absurdity, it will get you. And here we are talking about it on absurdity, my show. I do love absurdity, so let's loop it back, right? Yeah. Because I can respect the brass balls. Because they're so dumb and so absurd. And I love that. Like, sure. I love spontaneity. I love coming out of the void. I love anything that touches on a taboo. Because I find a lot of creative spark in there. I yeah. think anytime you're... I think that's... You know, art exists in the frothy edge. And right. These are not artists, but yet all human beings in some ways are artists. Yeah. So They're I think trying to push it a little bit further. It's a degraded... Version so in my opinion, dude. but it's so but I'm I, so positive. I want to see at least a little good. Look, Tim, we maybe the found the thing that we disagree on. <laughs> <laughs> it took like five I minutes. I tried hard. No, I was really yeah, trying we hard. Yeah. for it, and then maybe we found it. <laughs> well, it's you know the same with the room, room, or a lot of the shit. I do, I just, I always, uh, but I think I, I've, I've always said this, and I don't know if it's true about me, is that I grew up with so much, so many women. You know, I was raised mostly by uh, my dude, mom same. and all of her friends. Yeah, so. I, and I, I am as much as a guy, you know, well, that's maybe not even true, but as, as, as much as I am, I'm like a feminist, at least part of me. And I feel like so much of that, I see the I have so I much, I have so much confidence. I have so much confidence in this, though, because do you know where Odin learned his magic? No. From women. They used to oh, make yeah. fun of him because oh, yeah. he was feminine. He'd play that's the drum. True. Oh, but women have all the magic. The know? women have all the magic. Exactly. So men who are comfortable amongst women Life and diverse. respect women are the ones who learn it's magic. True. Yeah. That's how they get the transmission. It comes from women. And if you can't respect a woman, you will never understand magic. Yeah. I feel that. Profound words. And I would, I would, I don't, I know it now. 
<laughs> take some time. Yeah, but you're right. <laughs> Testosterone you're right. Uh, is a bitch. Well, and I and I think too is it's like I don't like to go too far. I think there's a lot of masculinity that is not toxic. That's awesome. There's a whole aspect. I think of, we're both beautiful men. Yeah, and I think the world of men is much Especially better me, off than. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That was awesome. Go on. <laughs> I mean, you're all right. right. But, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I bet that guy's got a big day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you got me there. You got me on that keep one. Going, That's keep right. Going. What was I compensating for? Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. man. That was good. That was good. I, I lost the thread. I totally lost you. I'm sorry. About? I didn't mean to derail you, That's but hilarious. it just had to happen. That was good. I just had to derail. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. No. I, no. I agree. I mean, it's it's made me the person I am. Like, especially when I was younger, when I was a kid. Um, but it's made me comfortable around women in a way that I notice. And and that's uh, actually most of my best male friends, like you, are are of the same kin, you know, and and recognize. But I, there is, I have your friend. I have a lot of friends and acquaintances, and I just I see it even in people that I just you know meet or happen to interact with is like this this toxicness to. I mean, I've removed friends for that. It's, yeah. I can't have it a part of my life. It's yeah. so immature to me. That's it is. It. Like, it, it's just it's a bottom line for me. It is what it is. It is it's sad. sad. Yeah. And I have compassion for it, but it's like, maybe next life. Yeah. Maybe in 20 years, you it's know? Like, everybody big. grows at their own pace. What do you right. do? You well, know? I think, and the other thing, too, with a lot of it, for some reason, especially with this, like, uh, masculinity, and, well, actually, and not so much with the good half of it, like, sort of the nastier half of it. It, you know, like misery loves company. It like gangs up together, oh, sure. and then yeah. that becomes this big thing. And I but like it, also, I don't want to get rid of passion and warfare fucking and me. fucking and yeah. like everything else that makes. Well, the why masculine. the warfare? You don't need the warfare. Uh, yes, we do need the fucking warfare. There's well, a spiritual war going on. A spiritual war. There's a, yeah, it's like a we don't spiritual need to be, like, warfare. Shoot people, probably. Not. No, no, no. The actual violence, the bloodshed. Yeah, I wish would stop. Yeah, we probably don't need it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're over that. Uh, we're clearly not. Well, well, well yeah. <laughs> I think we should be over yes, that. Yes, thank you. I agree. Yeah, there you go. No, you got me. Right. Way to get me. It's yeah. true. Yeah. No, and I do love strategy, and I do love yeah. those bigger ideas, but, you know, I've never been to war, and uh, that's that I kind of trauma. And... Well, you know, it's funny, because that war now, I mean, it's it gets different in all different parts of the world, but, like, the United States is so technology-driven. It's drones, basically, oh, right? Yeah, so we're yeah. not even really putting anybody how else in harm's does, way. How else does Ukraine resist Russia, except through technology? Sure. Well, I think theirs maybe is a lot of resolve too. Those people are like fighting for their home because yeah, I think they thank you. You know what? Thank you. That's absolutely right. right. That's the first thing that should be said. I'm yeah. sorry. You're totally right about yeah. that. Yeah. And now they, they got good tech. But dude, from between us Starlink drones, all the tech we're giving them, but the lack of tech from the Russian side. Even. That's true. Well, the, I think the lack of anything. So they go. You're right. The 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 Russian tech is bad. The Russian morale is bad. Well, you know, they yeah. they have no justification for it. They're out of their element. They're not in their home area. You know, they they have everything stacked against them. The only thing they what have I is can numbers. understand. All they have is numbers. What I can understand, and this is like very conspiracy theory minded sort of like you know speculation. What I can understand, it does not make sense to me that Vladimir Putin would make such a terrible choice. I almost um, don't believe it. Oh. I almost believe, like, that, of do. course, there's more context and narrative. Like, how do you make such a dumb error? How do you cause the things you want to prevent the most? Yeah. You know, Sweden and Finland joining NATO. Right, Ukraine right. joining NATO. Well, that like, happens. You you act out and it backfires. Well, okay, here's do my... Do you really think he's that off the rails, though? Kind of, yeah. Well, like, here's, well, here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think... He's been power for a long time. I yeah. think he's wanted this for a long time. He wants Ukraine more than anything. He wants a lot of these countries back. He wants USSR back. But he wants it, wants it, wants it. 
He's getting fucking old, dude. He's getting old. He hasn't right. been able to take it. He hasn't been able to do anything. And I think he probably thought of it as like, fuck. This is like my last You're probably trial. right. And that's what a lot of the experts say like in the news and but stuff. But that's and really I, bad, dude. Because if he's willing to say that's my last hurrah for me, so I'm going to send my country to war. I mean, he's the guy with I the nuclear arsenal. Maybe he's like, crazy, but I think he's smarter than that. And I don't think we understand why he's making the decisions he's making. Well, that's a good point. There's probably things behind, under the surface that we don't get. I get that. Like in war, is, just, war is business now, right? I just think. So where's where's the, the money? money? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's so business focused. A lot of these leaders, like he's Mike, so. Is it business? Fine. It's power. It's money. Yeah. Like that's what well, we're driving. Right. At, well, know? I was just going to say he maybe he has so much or enough where he feels like. I don't know. I mean, it's a bigger game. I really, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, like, I, you think I'm not there's a quack. More? There's well, a, always a bigger dude, game. Dude, it made no sense that he did it. It makes no strategic sense. But this, it must though. That's what you're saying. It must. See, I just thought he just he doesn't make any strategic. He's made a, a blunder here on a moral, maybe people personal that off the rails actually yeah. run countries. But I tend to think that well, that's not actually. Well, Trump ran our country for a while, and also I don't think he's as off the rails yeah, as, as advertised. Yeah, yeah, that's well, all I'm saying. He's definitely at least a little off the rails. He's crazy, but Kim Jong Face, he's fucking <laughs> off the rails. Like, Kim Jong Face. Kim Jong Face. Is he though? Uh, yeah. Is he though? We have to look behind the curtain. That's true. And all look I know behind yeah, the curtain. And all I know that's what I'm saying. The lens is there, I really the believe there's much more intelligence yeah. in all the actors going on behind the scenes. And sure. I'm not, again, I don't mean to like make wild conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, no, I got you. I'm a facts-based person, but I think it's almost obvious to me that, that there's something else there's going on. There's always well, bigger narratives, bigger motives that you are not privy to. That's certainly not beyond the pale. I would, t- I mean, I would, I would believe such a thing. But I mean, some of these, some of the times I feel like, uh, you know, what you see is what you get. I, <laughs> That's a good so, point. But Putin, you know, he's an ex-KGB guy, and he likes the old, you know, the Russian Federation, and he he's made other attempts, too. He, he wants, like, to your point, he wants more power, and he wants prestige. And right now, Russia, for pretty much his whole term, has had very little power and prestige. They weren't doing so well. And you're I right. Think, I mean, you're totally but, right. So here's the thing that scares me about that. Same kind of thing with, with, with Kim over there, is that... If they're letting their own personal lives, you know, potentially make decisions that could affect me or let alone millions and millions of their own people, it's not so great. Most people are not so Okay, personal. I feel like they're power, more strategic. Power, when you see power centralized in a person, whether it's the president of the United States or a dictator, right? I, I don't think that that – I think that that's an illusion. That there's no way that that person, that that person, that singular person stands in a power position without people also making that happen. Well, Napoleon's executors, his, uh, his chiefs of staff, like the people, there are like groups, like even the president's cabinet or the people who are financially backing the president. But they, but they do, they, you know, it, it, the, it flows from the head. I mean, what happens sometimes is like Caesar, you get fucking stabbed, you know, and that happens all the time. You get poisoned and that happens all the time too. But what if Caesar is no longer actually the source of power, but the puppet, the puppet. Yeah. And that's what I see going on. Even in these cults of personality, people like Kim Jong-il and he's a puppet. I think they're all puppets. puppets. Really? Hmm. Absolutely. Even the ones it well, comes back to well, the, money the, authorita- and power. the authoritarians I always think are not I feel like they are not puppets. Yeah, Say but, what you okay, will about okay, okay, yeah, 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 let's But they're not puppets. Um, I don't know, man. Are you <laughs> well, sure about that? No, I'm not. Certainly right? not. Yeah. Who, who am I? When was the last time you were at the top of Colorado. an authoritarian regime? Right, you know? exactly. Do we ever get to look behind that curtain? And I think if you really try to look at the gray areas and read between the lines, it makes at least just as much sense 
that these people have no power as the idea that they have power. And that's, that's a starting point. That's very interesting. Yep. That's what I think. All right, let's fucking talk about AI in the last uh, half What's of happening? this podcast. Well, uh, I mean, okay, you, we were talking just a little bit before, and you were asking me about machine learning, because I know a little bit about machine learning. All right, let me start with this, first of all. I'm not afraid of AI whatsoever, and, and I'm especially not afraid of the singularity, but I want to start here. Do you believe that machine learning equates to... Um, uh, machine sentience? No, yeah, that's a tough one. I don't think oh. we have the time. Yeah, for sure. We um, definitely have, well, we have half a podcast. <laughs> um, okay, I think um, I read something recently in the Times, which I knew AI was getting big when it was like being reported on the Times, yeah. in the New York Times. Every that's day. when you know like, you're big. I was like, oh my God, like AI is like, this is happening. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. And we knew it was happening before that, right? But once the Times. No, but it hit, that's when it it's, hit mainstream. It's now like making money for, yeah, hit for newspapers and stuff. Yep. Yeah, and it's like, oh my God, wow. Um, so yeah, that's happening. Um, I think that um, AI itself, there's some really bad things that could happen. Sure. And most people don't understand the bad things. They tend to think of the things that actually aren't so bad, that are good results based on how bad it could be. Yeah. And they always revolve around these horror situations where, you know, of course, the the main storyline, the computer gets so smart, it starts self-replicating and making itself better or whatever, and it realizes that it can just control humanity or annihilate us. But what if it didn't just annihilate us? What if it found a way to keep us living forever and maintaining us in a state of suffering? Oh, hey. <laughs> right? Jesus. Like, now we're in, like, these other realms of, it like... Get, it gets much worse. It gets much worse, yeah. So the, the idea that we might wipe ourselves Thanks, out is, is, like, the good version of the story. Oh, my God. Thank the Times, man. I got it from the New York Times. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I learned... <laughs> That's the good version That's of the story. The good version Fuck. of the story is, like, the worst... Is it The worst it does is wipe us all out. We're fucked, the- ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the end. Right. Okay, so... If that doesn't happen, and even if we all get, like, wiped out, okay, whatever, life is going to go on. Like, I don't, I'm not attached to this version of humanity on this planet. Okay. Like, personally. Like, I love us, and I want us to go on. I want us but to do win. You, but do you think, do you think the, mis- I mean, still in the end, you think, well, what, how's it going? Well, again, this gets back to the sentient nature of it, right? What is this? That you, okay, there was a turn you made where the Let's start back at the beginning. The yeah, machines yeah. are making more, they're self-replicating. If they get there, if they okay. get smart enough. Let's which, start with the first one. They're yeah. self-replicating. How a machine absolutely right now today could self-replicate, how would it do it? Do you think? How would an AI do it? How would any any machine, let's any kind of machine that I built, somebody built this machine uh, at we're, some point. We're talking about physical things and not just information. Now. No, no, it could, be, it could be a program. So just so I wrote a program, but somebody, it's, there's a seed it started. Somebody wrote a program. Somebody started it. How would it propagate How itself? would it replicate itself? It would talk to other AIs. Which has already happened. But what is it? What is it talking to the other AIs? I mean, there that's was an experiment. I can't remember the terms and stuff. Clever people can find it online okay. if anybody's listening. Um, but basically, somebody programmed a rogue AI and told it to, like, go on Twitter and or like basically told it that it needs to destroy humanity. We're the worst. Okay. It programmed it to be like the worst kind of AI, and it started going on Twitter. And contacting other AIs and trying to recruit those AIs right. for its cause and sure. things like that. So I think propagation can happen in that way, okay. where there might be lesser intelligences yeah. that could be trained. Because a lot of these yes. things are, are okay. going to be learning over time and adapting. So if you make one smart enough that it can reach out and communicate to all these other ones, suddenly you have a mass organization. Yeah, a whole network. And you have a exponential something happening okay. that we can't even describe. See, that's and you have some of your bad points of like what this 
powerful well, we algorithms. It's a to black do. box. That's yeah. the whole thing. We don't well, know. But so is electricity. Describe to me what electricity is. Flow of electrons. Sure. Yeah. Okay. How does that actually work? Uh, well, if you if you push enough electrons on uh, a substrate where they can flow easily, you can yeah. push them out the other side. Yeah, exactly. At the speed of light. Right. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm not gonna. You lie. know what you can do with AI? You can take a, a space, a latent space, a diffuse space, uh-huh. and unnoise an image based sure. on the intelligence of the model. That's right. Uh, nobody knows how that works. Well, but no. we know how to. We know yeah. sort of how it works, well, so- but. Well, I was going to go back to what you started with in in your example there. It was the, the for the Twitter uh, AI, it, but you said like somebody programmed it to go on there and look for other AI. And so while I was looking for the replication, we uh, we can make self replicating programs and physical machines and all of it now. Already. We program them to do it, and this is the important thing I think people. Uh, maybe miss, or maybe I'm missing, but it's just my philosophy and my understanding of machine learning in general. It's always still replicating human stuff, human behavior. And it makes sense because we're the one who programs it. We program it to do a task that we could normally do ourselves by hand, let's say. Absolutely. So think about a video game, right? I could, with a pixel bunch of tiles on a, on a grid, you know, I could lay out like enough little tiles to for Super Mario Brothers, and if I wanted to go to the next frame, I could go like that. But I'm never going to do that. But a machine will literally just do that for me. First of all, this and, happened in music 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's what I've if been saying think from it, the beginning. You people, can make are, it. people are scared, and I'm like, oh, my God, guys, this happened to music. music. And I remember every, being the everywhere. pretentious, classically trained percussionist who was so, like, uppity about all this stuff going on in the industry and people like cutting and pasting and doing their DJ electronic music. Oh my God. I was the worst back in the day. You know, like I'm, it's so embarrassing to think that I did not have an open mind. I was too young, you know? Right. right. And that is exactly to me what's happening now. And I learned my lesson back then when I was a teenager. When it was with the music industry. Yep. And I totally agree. That's a great uh, example too, because my, my point I'm trying to say is if you can think it, you can make it happen, but you still have to think it. I mean, even there needs to be an artist. Yep. That's what people, artists who are afraid don't understand that the artist is the thing that is making it work. Right. We are the ones who well, are able to curate things, yep. are able to guide these tools, are able to say, right. look, this is what is aesthetically pleasing. This yep. is what art is. This is what a transcendental experience is. Maybe the AI will learn that one day. Maybe it won't. But right now, that is still in our hands. Well, I don't think... See, this is where I go back to. I don't think this point of sentientness is possible with the machine because all I've ever known with the machine is it does what it's told. And and learning is important, but Well, Mike, it's, don't it's you think you do what you're told? No. Don't not you necessarily. Think? How much of your of yourself is really free will? This is these are basic spiritual principles, right? Sure. Like look at the ego. Yep. And how is if we could create an ego, isn't that at least a good first step? Yeah, but I don't know that we can create an ego. That's my point. I think we can. I think right. we, I think it, that would be I something. think we're already close to that ego. Would be a thing. So that's, because that's an that... ego because an ego is really just a result of experience and like karma or whatever. Uh, well, like it karma. It is. No, it really is. Well, like, but there's something extra. Maybe it's the karma. Maybe it's the biology. Maybe it's Maybelline. But the <laughs> Maybe it's reincarnation. Well, I just think that maybe it's reincarnation. Yeah. I just I just think that there there is this I don't know what it is that how life works this spark but i think we have not been able ever to demonstrate in my view uh a sentientness to any type of machine and in fact we trick ourselves into thinking how smart they are and they actually are very smart in a very different way it's like (laughs) i don't think we can recreate a soul necessarily right 
I mean, that maybe boils think, down what to I that. Think but is I'm that, saying a what consciousness. I think is that you can't create a consciousness. I, I don't think I'm so. not sure I'm ready to say no to that yet. Maybe we found a di- another dif- disagreement. Well, no, because I don't disagree <laughs> with you. I'm more agnostic. You like, sure? I am not ready to say no to that. I, I see where you're coming from. I'm, and I'm like, ready to say no in terms of what I know right now. I'm I'm saying no, but uh, things could happen. I could change my of mind. Course. I said no to fusion. I said you know fusion on Earth is impossible, and it's happening. Yeah, that's true. So, you are quite the skeptic, uh, which is why I appreciate you as a scientist when i run into and honestly wall, it's why you're a good can... magician too oh, okay. you're a skeptic yeah i'm very much i'm very skeptical even of myself i try to be you gotta be yeah how else do you prove things real if I, you're not skeptical of i them? definitely think some profound things that i remember like overcoming early in adolescence was this like warrior notion it's an ego thing i guess of like being wrong it's, it's good to be wrong it's good to be like to be a self-skeptic it doesn't hurt to have uh, criticism put upon you in if you can take it in a creative way. Now, when it's handed to you creatively, sometimes it feels good. You feel that, but a lot of times criticism is fucking flung like shit in your face. But you know what? You should still smell that shit because it probably has a little something in there you need to learn. Like the 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 tougher you can get and more and use uh, even your own criticisms to try to like learn and grow, the better. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah, we agree. It's on good this to be too. wrong. We absolutely agree. Yes. On this. Yeah. I know. Getting philosophical there. We're growth oriented. But I still don't think the computer is going to get sentient. And it, I do think. Man, it, what I what I can say is I think that um, creating a human, a version of a human, yeah. like another human, a human soul, Android. might not be possible. I, I completely agree with that. But oh. what I do think okay. is possible is creating a form of intelligence or a form of life. Well, here's what here's here's the thing, and I think this is a danger because. You said about black boxes. Um, they're not quite black boxes, but the bad thing, scary thing is the algorithms are like sort of self-growing, so they become ridiculously complex very quickly. Yep. And when you do that, it is harder to predict what the outcome is going to be. If we have AI doing things for us, like running our transportation systems, doing this and that, da da da, AI can easily like fall into a hole, give you the wrong answer, launch the wrong nukes, you know, because it thought X, well, right. Y, Z, the, hallucinisa- ABC, the hallucination piece, the we, hallucination I, piece. I, well, and I think it's the detach- I think it's us losing control of the machine. Right. The, when you talk about annihilation with AI, I think it is actually very possible. Here's the real danger I see. Because it's like this dog and it runs away from gets off the leash and and you can't you can't always control it. So the more that we integrate it, you know, but in the end, again, I think it's that modeled. we have to do this because we have no other choice right now. That's well, we like where, where I've landed philosophically. We're doing it whether we have to or not. Well, right. It. It's already happening. It's happening. And like, I think yeah. we need to find a way. But there's the danger. I think it's you know, very dangerous. You gotta, you gotta, I absolutely You got to lock it out of the critical systems where you need deterministic. But you already can't do that. I know. Because, you know, you, you can try so hard, but no. there's going to be at least one asshole yeah. who will intentionally do it. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to happen. So the it best is. we can do is like try to get ahead of is this yeah. is happening. I know. And honestly, this is what everybody's saying in the industry is that that is the scariest is this already happened and nobody even knows about yeah. it yet well we're just we're just it's gonna it's gonna get out ahead of us and we're gonna lose control of it and it could do if it controls like critical systems could do some serious harm it could be the thing that helps us though that's true it could create and what i was gonna say is the positive well results are like actually so, oh yeah shocking Fuck yeah they're amazing well and i was gonna say um you know, the image ones that I know a lot, that's usually that are video content too. That a lot of my friends that do uh, artistic stuff, you know, advertising and things like that for a living are like flipping out about AI and, and worried about it. Um, but it really is, like I was saying before, it's a model, it's, it's programmed to replicate human behavior. And I say it like this, like I, I want to design an album cover because this is some art I do, do album covers. I'll like 
have an idea, and there's the inception, I have to have the idea, then I'll go and look at like a bunch of shit that's kind of like that, and I'll try to make something kind of like that. That's all the fucking AI is really doing. That's the true. The person has inceptualized that's it, and absolutely now it's going true. out and is looking at its training set and trying to come up with the best, like a new thing mix of what. For but what telling you for. AI is good and how it could be useful is preaching to the choir. Yeah, no because doubt. you understand like yeah. how it could be utilized creatively, how oh, it can yeah. enhance your creativity. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, here's another example. One guy I work with told me he was like, he asked it. He goes, "Okay, write me in C a program that moves a purple pixel around the screen to ChatGPT, and it fucking wrote him this code, and he compiled it, and it compiled, and it, and it, it. moved the fucking yeah. thing across yeah, the screen. It does it, dude. Like, ChatGPT four is insane. The it, things it can do. It, I mean, that's and honestly, they're not epic. even showing you what it can do because the version you have access to is like the version that's bullshit. like integrated with the web. Yeah. Imagine if it could just make spreadsheets. If it could make, I mean, it can do all these things. We're just not letting it out yet, and for good reason. I mean, maybe you know we should control it as much as we can while we can. I do agree yeah. with that. I do agree with that philosophy. Sure. Because sure. it's uncontrollable. It's gonna go. And it's happening. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the the beginning and the end of AI is it happened. Right. <laughs> well, but do you, so do you, I mean, how did you, do you want to talk about your own or you just want to get philosophical? About oh, it? I don't know. I mean, uh, my uh, experience in AI has been. Like, um, how did you first, because to me, I feel like it really. Okay. Well, I, really I, I, had a, I had a business, right. And yeah. I'm into, if you haven't heard from some one or two references, I'm into like, um, you know, magical practice. Um, my spirituality, yeah. ceremonial, you just referenced it in this show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Fuck I've been yeah. referencing it. Yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah. In yes. case you haven't noticed, like, <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I had a business and we were doing um, like beeswax candles and a lot of like folk magic sort of stuff, and uh, we were looking at um, Mid Journey when it was just coming up. Um, What's Mid Journey? Mid Journey is. I still can't believe you know anything about AI and you haven't heard of Mid Journey. No, I don't know. Mid Journey uh, is a, um, uh, a like a Discord bot. Oh, okay. And it's where oh, you, yeah, you said a Discord. Yeah, and it's very easy. You type into the your own DMs. You load the the bot on, and okay. um, you just type in slash. Uh, you give it, and you prompt, and it gives you images. Okay. Yeah, oh, sure. So, and this you is talk like to it. this is like eight months ago or something. Oh, right. Like, and we started designing a tarot deck, um, like integrating, like using the AI as a divination tool to like allow spirits to come in, um, and we made a whole like uh, tarot deck. Uh, based on this whole like system yeah. uh, with the Swedish uh, alt the the Swedish elves okay basically yeah so it was a whole magical operation we made this to row and we got really good with AI like training models using yeah. uh, there's, there's a program called automatic 1111 uh, oh what it's called what it's called auto 1111 oh that's cool yeah one 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 or whatever sure it's, yeah um, yeah it's basically dream booth dream booth is like um a, a program that takes a you know that can diffuse images from a model. Basically, it's a lot of technical jargon or whatever. Okay. But it's actually really easy as long as you have a GPU. You can follow the instructions and you know be able to actually use stable diffusion on your you know home PC or whatever. Uh-huh. If you're into like building PCs and stuff, right, right, yeah. So, but it is like kind of like privileged sort of technology, which is problematic in its own right. Uh, well, but anyway, we made this to row and. Um, it was uh, it, it allowed us to become sort of like early experts in the field of like training models and okay. using. Um, Would you you provide the training set to the model? You like specify you uh, can only train, look at these. We train yeah, the tra- models. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, we train models. We got really good at training models as a business. Sure. Um, and then we started working uh, with a company that's doing generative AI, and it just sort of like started oh. escalating from there. And nice. Yeah, we got. I mean, we got incredibly lucky. It was uh, like a special interest, and we thought it was cool. We were using it for you know, esoteric applications and we became experts in it. And now, 
you know, that's desirable. We right? didn't know this was going to happen. It's not like we were like, oh, AI is getting big. Let's go, like, we got lucky. You know, yeah. we were into Got your it foot in the door at the beginning. Early. Yeah, so right. it just, we got right place, right time. It's and, badass. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I saw, I think I saw some of those tarot images back then when you guys were posting them. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can still get it. Uh, it's published by uh, Revelor Press. Yeah, uh, p- plug it, plug yeah, it. Yeah, Revelor plug Press, uh, Elf Donson Tarot. There you go. Dot com? What? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> look it up. Use the you fucking Google, it. you exactly. lazy bastards. Google's AI driven now, right? Oh, everything's AI driven. I mean, yeah. it's it's every, that's the thing. This has already happened. If you're yeah. listening to this, it's Done. done yeah it is done yeah. like over yeah. oh man and this was uh what's the date today let's date this so they know um, like we're calling it the 14th june, 14th. june 14th 2023 yeah. i could have called this six yeah, the months ago has, it happened it landed <laughs> right yeah no doubt yeah i'm just i feel blessed uh, being in the industry right now i mean obviously it's startup culture so it could go either way who knows oh, i mean right. i'm devoted to it i'm a loyal person and i'm taking this as far as i can take it Fuck and, yeah and it's uh the little niche that i'm involved in is uh Dude. video game assets which, which is, is like awesome oh wow fun. okay yeah damn straight <laughs> and i get to i'm making a lot of documentation like doing a lot of educational programs online like being able to teach okay. uh, like you know uh, development teams like how to use the program and get results out of it. Sure. How to make their workflows more efficient, blah, 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 blah. Awesome. I can like take all my audio sort of stuff like and bring it in because I'm making like YouTube videos and e-learning courses and yeah, so it's so aligned and harmonious. It's a, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's badass. (laughs) Got lucky. Got lucky for once. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, I mean, you strike. Broken clock, you know, can be right. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you strike enough and then you fucking get one. Yeah, you just keep shooting your loads at the wall. <laughs> one of them's going to stay because yeah, that exactly. does that. Or one of them's going to bust through the wall like the, like like the cool, Kool-Aid guy. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Standing there all loud and proud. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, man. It feels good, I think, if you can you could catch that, you know, on the on the cusp of that wave. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I just, I want to take it to good places and you know, I want to, I want to see where it's going to go. Yeah, man. You know, you just go as hard as you possibly can. Fucking right. Yeah. Fucking right. Well, <laughs> I think not? you've kind of always done that though. That seems to be like your motto. No, I'm very doing. much in Aries. I can't help it. Yeah, it's, that's right. It's in my blood. You're, you're like a dude. in my stars. You make yeah. shit happen. I feel like, you know, my kid's in Aries. She was almost a no. Pisces. She's kind of cuspy, though. She's like, just uh, barely in Aries. What date? What, April? 21st. Or? March 21st. Oh, she's super cuspy. Yes. That's cool. Right yeah. on the cusp. She was supposed to be Pisces. So she's she's not full-blown Aries. But, you know, a lot of my, I feel like a lot of my best friends and working partners, too, end up being Aries. I, have a lot of, I mean, all right, can we do some, like, you guys, uh, you guys disclaimers really, on astrology first? Well, I was just going like, to say real quick, you, you guys just, like, get shit done. And as a Gemini, it's nice because I feel like I'm always like, spewing ideas and shit over here. And Aries over there just... Just like catching them and like making them happen, you know? It's fucking it's true. No, it's, it's the way beautiful. It goes. Yeah, it works. It's a it's weird because astrology does tend to be very powerful as an interpretive tool. I think a lot yeah. of people miss that, you know, there's a tropical zodiac, there's a sidereal zodiac, there's a right. lot of layers. Right. And there's to I like really the tropical. I'm Mr. Tropical, right? Mr. Tropical. You call it tropical? I thought it was like seasonal or something. Whatever. I'm yeah. I, maybe I'm wrong. I you no, know, all my education comes from reading, so I'm often have my own ideas about well, things. Well, and everybody call it whatever the hell they want. Yeah. I, I, I do think think there's but to me that's why I like seasonals I, there's it almost feels like it's more seasonal related than the specifically which i know maybe this is blasphemy to all astrology because it's always about the stars but i feel like i don't know it's almost i i definitely it's not always just about the stars I, to me it feels way more i think 
which no one's ever You're done. You're right. No, like a zodiac that's based true. on the daily calendar would like fucking uh, work. Mike, better. they like, did all this. You got to read more yeah, about. I don't magic. read it. <laughs> read me. Yeah, read. Yeah, come, yeah, on. come on, man. No, it's in there. Playing yeah. guitar, no, picking my nose. Yeah, no, it's there. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm not. I don't consider myself an astrologer at all. I, I no. learned it as a side effect from doing other stuff. Other stuff yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know a little bit about it. But but uh, I do think that's. Well, I, I know. I know a little bit about it. But I always thought that was what made us such a good working team. Well, and you know what else is? Um, I, I do have a lot of Aries. Um, it's uh, my Sun and Mars and Venus are conjunct in sure, Aries. So that's, that's like cool. a lot. And my yeah. Mercury, like your daughter, is on the cusp of Pisces and uh-huh, Aries. So. Uh-huh. But also, I have a lot of Gemini because my Moon it's and Gemini. my Rising sign. Oh, that's nice. Are both. Gemini. Gemini. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I got my Mercury is also Gem. My Mercury and Sun are both Gemini. Oh, man. Dude, you're such a Gemini. I know. Dude, you're right? so cerebral. It's, it's like true. ridiculous. That's I can't a... believe we're doing astrology on the podcast. Yeah, just a little bit. Kind <laughs> of bit at the end. We're, we're doing like pop astrology, too. Yeah. Like, we're not even like going deep in. I didn't even. No. There's no charts involved. There's no math involved here. Well, we're I was just really, like. I was really trying to say, because we're about a working thing, I was trying to get to something about Saturn Return. Uh, and we're going to uh, do, do some more. And it was, it's been. What would you say? I'm going to be able I, to make it out here more. So we're going to do more. I definitely, I definitely forget about sometimes, you know, after I listen to shit out of my own stuff all the time and then, and Saturn return too. And then I like let it go and then I'll come back to it and listen to it again. And I don't know. I'm in love with my it's own It's some of my favorite I'm, I'm not shit even I ever did. Of it. I, I, it is my favorite shit I've yeah, ever done Saturn it's return. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. The whole vibe about it too and everything. Well, I've so. never been able to, and I've said this before Gotta to do you, some more. like I've always written poetry and it's always yeah. been based on my own. Uh, technically in magical esoteric communities it's called like unverified personal gnosis like it's stuff that comes in and i write it down you're the only person that's ever been able to take those words this weird ass alchemical green language doesn't mean anything poetry and actually get it into music fucking yeah and that's amazing to me it's easy for me it's like perfect well you know we were talking about earlier about like really good music has truth in it it definitely has truth in it it's super vulnerable because it's very cheesy most of the time well some but sometimes it's lit literal too like do you remember uh what's the second one i think it's on uh equinox goal au right isn't that the one Ow, in yeah, the hot gold, tub yeah and i remember you handed me those lyrics and i was like what the fuck is this dress like mario and everything and it, then it, you like explained <laughs> to me the whole story and i was and at the time oh, i remember man. thinking like dude this is ridiculous this shows it you how much ridiculous. well no 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 <laughs> actually wait i mean i'm gonna say this shows you how much i've grown since then is i remember thinking it was like eh, what the hell is this about whatever and now, I don't know, years later, and I listen to it, and the mentality I have now, it has such, like, honesty and truth that of things something that, that really happened. happened. something that happened. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's something That's that happened. all the best shit, And it really shit, threw, me, threw me for a loop but for dude, a little bit. <laughs> it, exactly. It yeah. was a real thing that happened and affected you, and you wrote the words. That's why it fucking rules so much, dude, because it's true. Because yeah, there's true. truth in it. No, it's true. I, I always... it's That's dude, the best shit, man. I definitely am embarrassed... It's the best stuff. ...all the time by... My most profound work. I, oh, you're embarrassed by it? Really? Well, I love it, but then when I think that people can see it, of course, there's a that feeling of you. like, it doesn't bug me. I mean, I deal with it. Once you I create it, man, it like, once you, you got to do it. Yeah. You're an artist. You well, have to do that. You well, have to be Tim, vulnerable. much like this show, once you once you put it out there, it's no longer yours, right? It's, That's true. Yeah. It's it's into the... I uh, I whipped my own self out like it was a dick. Yeah. And now I'm dealing with and life. consequences, <laughs> right. Couple, some people took a Polaroid. <laughs> and that's just life, baby. That's just life, baby. That's yeah. just life, baby. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, 
I'm so glad you came to visit. I'm so glad I had the time to sit down with you and yeah, have a I fucking know. Negroni and have a yeah, chat. Yeah, well, we're going to have more. I've been waiting this entire podcast to have another drink. Okay, yeah, no, it's time. Well, it's time to wrap it up. So yeah. let's wrap it up. Let's have another well, drink. Well, all right, I want to... Um, you have another plug or something you want to... Yeah, I want to officially it, Do it. plug my undying love for you, my brother. Oh, oh. No, I'm sincerely Tim, mean that. Tim, my boy. I've known you for a long time now. Yeah. You too, man. Thick and thin. You know it. You yeah. know it, brother. Publicly. And I tell you all the time. I know. I, I always get mushy and say, right. say the blunt things. No, it's beautiful. The love things. But I want to do it publicly. I love blunt things. I love you to death, man. I love you to death, too, man. You're yeah. one of my very best friends, one of my favorite people on planet I've Earth. seen you go through so much, man. It's true. You've seen, actually seen me go through a lot. Well, I've seen you now go through a lot of shit, too. It's true, yeah. I, I think I just, I, I, just went I, first. It, I keep it to the chest, but... Yeah, you do. Yeah. You're a little bit more than me. That's true. Yeah, a little That's bit. That's true. That's my prerogative. Yeah, that's. Yeah. A, I mean, dude, it's working for you. <laughs> okay, really? Thanks. That's flattering. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's true. All right, man. Yeah. Let's All right. go have that drink. All right, I love you. Thanks for chatting. Bye.